everybody, welcome back to the Sunny Day Review. I'm Brian. I'm Jillian. Jillian, how you doing? I'm doing well, how are you? Doing quite well. I'm excited, as always, to talk about yes. some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What episodes are we covering in this episode? Uh, so today we are covering Season 3, Episodes 12 and 13, Helpless and the Zeppo. Alright, one of those I like a lot. One of those I like, but also makes me feel bad. Yes. <laughs> So let's get into that one. Helpless. Uh, so, yeah, that one is Helpless, Season 3, Episode 12, originally aired January 19th, 1999, written by David Fury and directed by James A. Cotner. All right. So what happens? Uh, so this episode opens up with a picnic set up in the mansion. Uh, then Buffy and Angel crash in. They're clearly <laughs> sparring, and Buffy stakes Angel with a baguette. <laughs> This is fun. Funny scene. Yeah. Uh, she asks him if he's satisfied, and he says, I'm not sure that's the word. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> so clearly they're still, they still have, like, major chemistry, and they're mm. struggling with seeing, uh, with seeing each other, but not being able to, like, act yeah. on their desires and what they want to do. Exactly. But it's for the, the betterment of the world mm. that they don't. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Angel asks if he's going to see Buffy this weekend. She reveals that it's her birthday. Mm. Uh, we know that Buffy birthdays tend to go very well. <laughs> Always. Always. Because uh, her birthday in season two, that was the uh, Angel, that was the whole judge thing. Mm. The assembly of the judge and Angel almost leaving and that's when he lost his soul. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Angel asks if she has a date and she says, actually, I do have a date. Older man, very handsome, likes it when I call him daddy. Oh, Buffy. <laughs> uh, she was clearly messing with him. Um, and so it's, she plans to, or she has plans with her father. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's fun watching Buffy mess with Angel. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. He, like, panics for a second, and then he's like, oh, wait, your dad. <laughs> She's like, yes. Um, So we find out that uh, her dad is supposed to be taking her to an ice show, and she's very excited about it. It's like a tradition of theirs. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see. Back at the library, Giles is teaching Buffy about the different types of vibrational stones and their uses right uh they mentioned that faith has gone mia and they're not sure where she went hmm. um so yeah she kind of just tends to do that yeah it's faith what can you do mm -hmm. uh so let's see out patrolling buffy is fighting a vampire and gets a sudden case of lightheadedness and her strength dis disappears hmm. uh the vampire almost stakes her with her own stake but she headbutts him and ends up winning Mm -hmm. But it was a very close call. Yeah, so, uh, this is concerning. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's see. The next day, Buffy is throwing knives horribly. Uh, none of her knives are sticking to the target, which is very unusual for her. She mm -hmm. asks Giles what's wrong, and he suggests that maybe she's getting sick and should take a few days off until she regains her strength. Mm -hmm. Now, we know that Buffy doesn't get sick very often. They mentioned that back in... Um, what was the one where she was in the hospital uh, killed by death? Right. 
Yep. So they mentioned back in Killed by Death that Slayers don't often get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy doesn't usually get sick, so it's it's concerning for sure. Yeah. Um, the gang wants to throw Buffy a party, uh, and she thinks that they should forgo the a party, considering they don't tend to go very well. <laughs> what? Uh, monsters, <laughs> monsters appear, people mm. die. It's it's kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. Buffy returns home and finds flowers. Turns out they're from her dad. He's too busy at work to take time off for her birthday and to bring her to the ice uh, show. He gives her the tickets. It's it's sad. it's sad. Yeah, he's never around. Um, so yeah, uh, so she was really looking forward to it, and mm. she's really bummed out. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in Sunnydale, we see three men making renovations to a building. They mention it's something having to do with Buffy. Mm. that's really all we get at that point right uh back at the library buffy is trying to talk giles into bringing her to the ice show mm. uh more evidence of his growing position as her father figure in her life mm. G- uh, giles changes the subject back to her crystal studies yeah he brings out a blue crystal and tells her to focus on its inner flaw she becomes hypnotized and we see giles take out drugs and inject buffy with them messed up so it's like it's really messed Giles. up. It makes you feel a way about Giles, honestly. Yeah, it's so shady mm. and no, oh, I just don't. Ugh. It skews me out. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The next day, we see Cordelia uh, talking to a guy. He becomes aggressive, or uh, he becomes aggressively physical with her. Uh, she tries tries to fight him off. Buffy tries to pull him away from Cordelia and is unable to, and he just like tosses her aside. So it's like, whoa, like she has no strength anymore. Mm. What what happened? Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Um, Buffy runs to Giles again, afraid that her powers are gone. He tells her uh, not to worry and promises her that they'll figure out what's going on with her powers. Mm. The next day we see Giles talking to the men who were doing building renovations uh, a few scenes earlier. They talk about a tradition that happens when the Slayer turns 18 as a rite of passage. Uh, Giles thinks that it's cr- it's cruel to lock Buffy, weakened and defeatless, uh, in a tomb with a monster. Mm. The man tells him that the exercise is a test of the Slayer's confidence, cunning, and imagination, and that Buffy will either win or she will die. Giles still has major concerns about um, the exercise, but the man tells him that he's too close with the Slayer. Mm. Maybe this is why uh, Slayers don't have a long life expectancy, because they do stupid shit like this. Yeah. Just just putting it out there, Watcher's Council. I, I, I don't understand this exercise at all. No. Um, and we'll get more into it, but it's just like, if you... If you want to test the Slayer, why take away the thing that made her the Slayer? Mm. Like, she... The Slayer was given her power so that she could fight demons. Why mm. would you make her fight demons without them? Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, we see the vampire that Buffy will be trapped with. He's clearly insane. Mm. Kept in a locked box in a straitjacket. Um, and is addicted addicted to pills for some reason. Yeah. Um, a few days later, he tricks one of his keepers into getting too close. And he ends up escaping. Yes. Which is actually pretty smart, because he, like, turns him into yeah. a vampire, which is, like, pretty genius, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. So, points to this vampire, I guess. The crazy, insane vampire. Mm, exactly. It's an insane plan that's just insane enough to work. Ugh. I just think it's really weird that he's addicted to pills. I think they're like anti-psychotic like pills, maybe, you know? I don't know. Um, let's see. At the mansion, Buffy is talking to Angel about her fear of who she might become without her powers. Mm. She mentions that back before she had them, she was a worse version of herself. Mm. Um, which we actually got to see in the flashback. in Or, like, we got to see part of that in a flashback in the two-part finale of last season. Mm. Um, where she was very, like, Cordelia-ish. <clears throat> yes. Um, and she actually, in this scene, compares herself to Cordelia. Mm. She's like, you know, let's just say, for example, um, you know, I don't want to use names, but let's call, uh, let's say that somebody named Spordelia would have looked like a classic philosopher next to me. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Angel confesses to having seen Buffy before she became the Slayer and says that he fell in love with her then uh, because he could see her heart. It's mm. weird. Thanks, Angel. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Um, so let's see. That night, Giles goes back to the place where the vampire was being held, only to discover that he has killed his two keepers and escaped. Mm. Uh, Giles is actually so freaked out by the scene that he gets physically sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Buffy is walking home when she gets confronted by the insane vampire who seems to have been able to track her down. Uh, Giles arrives at the last minute and saves her, picking her up in his car and driving back to the library. At the library, Giles reveals the whole plan, the reason behind Buffy's powers being gone, and the tradition of testing the Slayer when, well, if she turns 18. Mm. Um, it's clear that Buffy feels completely betrayed by Giles drugging her, taking her powers, and going along with the test. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Um, it's, Giles doesn't agree with it, but he still did it. Yeah. I think we should just very succinctly chalk this up into, the council is bad. Yes. Agreed. The Watcher's Council sucks. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. They treat their slayers like they're their playthings, and... Like, yeah. they have no rights as human beings. Mm. They're just a, a tool that they have access to. Right, right. Um, let's see. Cordelia arrives for some comedic lines. Buffy asks for a ride home, and Cordelia agrees to give Buffy a ride home. Mm. Um, which is very convenient that Cordelia showed up, considering that Buffy should not be walking home alone and Buffy can't drive. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, back at Buffy's house, the insane vampire lures Joyce out by pretending to be Buffy because he stole Buffy's jacket earlier. Mm. Um, so he pretends to be Buffy and then grabs Joyce and kidnaps her. Buffy arrives home to find a note from the insane vampire saying that he has taken Joyce. Uh, she stocks up on weapons and heads to the building where they, where he had been... Um, being held at the beginning of the episode where this test was going to happen. Mm. Uh, Buffy arrives and is locked inside. We see that the insane vampire's plan is to turn Buffy into a vampire and then have her kill Joyce. 
It's messed um, up. Very angel clearly the way, Yeah. Clearly the way this test usually goes, uh, the vampire is not let out until they want him to be. He doesn't kidnap a family member. He, this, it's, it's, it sounds more like the Slayer is just locked inside with him, so this is a whole mm. other level. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Giles and the old man uh, that we had seen before, the guy from the council, have a conversation. Giles says the test is off since he told Buffy about it, but the old man informs him that Buffy has arrived uh, at the trap and the test is still on. So even though she knows about it, they're still going to go through with it. Right. Uh, Buffy steals the insane the insane vampire's pills, and a game of cat and mouse around the house begins. <laughs> right. They eventually end up in the basement with Joyce, where Buffy gives back the pills, but has booby trapped the glass of water and replaced it with holy water. The vampire drinks it, and it burns him from the inside out, and he dies. It's pretty great, honestly. A, a very good test of Buffy's uh, cunning and imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I love um, I love that uh, the way she killed this vampire. Yeah, thought it was dope. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's nothing that we wouldn't really expect from Buffy. Mm-hmm. She's always been very think out of the box. And... Yeah. Except for when she went to go take on the bringers without bringing any weapons and just using an axe that she found. I have to I have to say that one. I'm like Buffy. Yeah. No. Nah, you I... knew you were going after them. Why didn't you bring literally anything? Right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, while trying to rescue Joyce, Buffy is attacked by the keeper who was turned by the insane vampire earlier in the episode, but she is saved by Giles. Mm. Um, back at school, Buffy is congratulated by the old man uh, in winning against the vampire and passing the test. Mm. Giles, however, failed by telling Buffy about the test and is released by the Watcher's Council for caring too much about his slayer. It seems but it's like, weird, but yeah. Yeah. I understand, like, the Watcher's Council being like, you gotta keep, like, professional boundaries, but if the Watcher doesn't care about his slayer, I feel like it would make him work as hard to try to help her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, there's clearly been a rift in the relationship between Giles and Buffy due to the betrayal, but her allowing him to help take care of her cuts, um, like after the whole ordeal shows that she hasn't completely written him off. Mm. Uh, the episode ends with a comical scene, uh, of Xander trying to say that sometimes women just need a manly man around to help with stuff. Uh, and then he fails to open a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> um, and he has to ask Willow for help. Yeah. Um, so, here I go. Passion of the Nerd, who I shout out in every episode because I love him yes. and I watch his videos all the time. Um, so he points out he pointed out something really interesting that I just wanted to bring up. Uh, in, the, in the United States, a person's 18th birthday is like a major stepping stone into independence, independence and adulthood. Uh, you're allowed to vote, get a tattoo, etc. Mm. Uh, the 18th birthday and the independence and signifies must be terrifying to the Watchers Council, who see the Slayer as their instrument and something to be controlled. Mm. Slayers uh, are assigned to a Watcher at no real choice of their own, 
So the idea of them becoming an adult and having independence probably uh, is seen as a problem. Hence the reasoning for the test to mm. keep the slayers young and controllable. Right. So I like this episode and I don't like this episode. Mm. It, I, I don't like Giles' betrayal of Buffy. Um, I, I mean, I think that it has really interesting points and mm. the, a really interesting way of how they go about this. I got to give it like a seven. Mm. It's, it's not one of my favorite go-to episodes yeah i do like it um i gave it a seven as well but i like I'll, I'll say why i did like it because i think it's an important part of every hero's journey to prove to themselves and the audience but mostly to themselves that their powers aren't what make them a hero you know it's their mm-hmm. their you know them themselves they they're cunning like they say in this episode but like the people who one have powers and then use the powers to go do good are heroes, not because of the powers, but because they're fighting to do good. That makes sense. Yeah. Which I like usually. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Sevens across the board for us. Now let's get into an episode that uh, I love. I love this episode too. It's so fun. Yes. Uh, so this is The Zeppo, Season 3, Episode 13, originally aired January 26th, 1999, uh, written by Dan Weber and directed by James Whitmore Jr. Yeah, so let's get literally, into it. <laughs> literally, my first note is, I love this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, so the Scoobies plus Faith are fighting demons in a cave. Buffy and Faith <laughs> are kicking butt. Giles is supervising. Willow helps with a spell to cause fog, which Mm. gives the slayers the upper hand, um, and they slay the demons. Following that, the gang regroups, and uh, Giles is talking about how bad he feels putting Willow and Xander in danger. Then they realize they can't find Xander. (laughs) Uh, He emerges from a pile of trash. Yes. And he's like, hey, uh, if anybody sees my spine laying around, try not to step on it. (laughs) Yeah, so obviously he wasn't much help in this fight. No, his heart is in the right place. Uh, he's just, yeah. Um, the next day at school, after failing to catch a football, it lands in the lunch of the school bully, um, who's Jack O'Toole. I don't know if he's, like, bully or bad boy. I'm not yeah. quite sure. He's, like, antisocial, like, just, I don't know. Uh, he threatens to cut Xander's face off. Uh, but let Xander go. Cordelia, who witnessed the whole thing, takes the opportunity to throw some additional insults at Xander mm. and the Zeppo. It's a reference to something not having to do with the show. It's like a pop culture reference. Mm. Um, later that day in the library, Oz is getting locked up for one of his wolf nights, and Giles and Buffy are discussing the demons they slayed earlier in the episode. According to Giles, they are a sign of another apocalypse uh, that's incoming. Apparently, those demons were planning to open the Hellmouth, um, and they suspect that there are more of them. Yeah. Xander determines that everyone in the group has a thing that they're good at or that makes them special. Mm. Giles has his Watcher duties, Buffy and Faith have slaying, Willow has magic, and Oz has his inner wolf. Mm. Uh, Determined to find a way to fit in, but also be special, Giles borrows his uncle's car and decides to become Car Guy. (laughs) Uh, Buffy asks him if the car is a penis metaphor. It totally is. Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to have something that like makes him special and differentiates mm. him from the group. Right. 
Um, so let's see. Buffy talks to Xander and Willow about the incoming danger slash apocalypse, and Xander asks how he can help. So they send him for donuts. Because mm. he's car guy. Yeah. He can go pick them up. I mean, it's an important part. Got to get some food yeah. for everyone. Yeah, brain food, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a pretty blonde girl at the place where he goes to get donuts. Uh, who has a deep passion for cars and takes an interest in his car and starts asking him a bunch of questions. He has no answers because he just has the car. He doesn't really know about it. Right. Uh, Xander goes to the bronze with the girl and can't even pretend to be interested in her rambling about cars. <laughs> she is Angel. a gearhead. Straight up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Angel shows up looking for Buffy and, uh, and Xander takes the opportunity to try to get out of his date from hell. <laughs> But Angel tells him to stay out of danger and goes to find Buffy. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Xander tries to leave with the blonde uh, and accidentally drives his car into Jack O'Toole's car. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> uh, he admits that he doesn't have insurance and Jack again threatens to cut off Xander's face <laughs> with a sharp knife. This time actually running the knife across Xander's face. <laughs> uh, the cops show up and Xander chooses not to get Jack in trouble. Mm. Jack is impressed Asks Xander for a ride to go get the boys. Mm. Uh, Xander is like, okay. Uh, turns out the boys are two of Jack's friends who have died. Yeah. Jack brings them back to life with black magic. As one does. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do on a Friday night? Mm. Um, let's see. Back at the library, the Scoobies minus Xander are researching and discussing the coming apocalypse. Giles suggests sending Xander for more donuts, but Buffy puts her foot <laughs> Did down. Did he ever get the first donuts back I to them? No, I think so. This is yeah, off screen. At some point, he must have ran by because I um, there's like a scene where Giles goes to get a donut. Oh right, yeah. And there's no jellies <laughs> yeah, left, yeah. and he wanted one. It's like. I always have the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Buffy puts her foot down. Uh, he almost got himself killed in the fight earlier in the episode, and she doesn't want him in danger again, mm. which, I mean, that's it's fair. Oh, He's yeah. not a fighter. Definitely is. I don't know why they don't have him at the school helping with research, Yeah, because that's what he usually does. But, uh, yeah. Um, Giles heads to the cemetery and tries to talk to the spirits for help, but they reject him. There, Xander also runs into Giles as he's there with Jack. Xander tries to convince Giles to bring him back to the group, but Giles refuses. <laughs> so yeah, I just don't want to be part of what's happening. He's like, okay, I was in this date. It was horrible. Tried to get out of it. Couldn't get out of it. Then ended up in this thing with Jack, and mm. he's raising people from the dead, and I want to get out of that. He's like, I'm having a bad night. <laughs> Nobody wants me anywhere in the places I am at. I don't want to be. Right. <laughs> and for the record, uh, Michael Chudlitz, uh, better known as Abraham from The Walking Dead, is one of the boys that gets resurrected. So fun fact. <laughs> Which one? He's the one in the varsity jacket, the redhead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was from I Southland and the Pacific. He's a good actor. But uh, yeah. People might recognize him from that. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Buffy tries to go beat Willie for information. Uh, <laughs> he says that the apocalypse is happening tonight. Uh, Xander, now joined by Jack and his three dead friends, 
is driving them around. Uh, they decide they want to bake a cake, so they head to the hardware store. Yeah. There, they talk about um, inil- or initiating Xander into the group, which apparently means having to die and be brought back. Mm. We learn that Jack has was killed a few weeks before and was brought back. We don't know by who. Right. Um, Xander runs from the dead gang, which, like understandable yeah, get out of there they're talking about killing you now yeah as if this wasn't weird before and also it's real gross because it's not like you're brought back whole you're like brought right. back as a decaying person well like i think it was because of the point like how long they had been dead mm. so it looks like jack wasn't dead for very long which is right. why he can still pass as alive alive yeah. unless he lifts up his shirt and you see like all the bullet holes right. or whatever right uh, let's see. Um, Xander drives around and runs into Faith, who was fighting two more of the demons they slayed earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. He picks her up and they drive back to Faith's motel room. Faith is uh, feeling some pent-up sexual tension, <laughs> uh, which there was a hint of this kind of when she was introduced, where like she's she's just a very sexual person, mm-hmm. um, just overall. Uh, so she's. She's got all this pent up tension since she didn't get to actually slay the demons uh, because Xander saved her. Mm. Um, so she decides to take out that pent up sexual aggression on Xander. Yes. Uh, she asks. She asks if he's up, and he mentions that he's never been up with people before. <laughs> oh boy. So they end up uh, sleeping together, and then she tosses him out of the room as soon yeah, as she's done. Like, all right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Oh man! It's like he's like, what? What just? What just happened? <laughs> yeah, a lot of conflicting feelings about this. Yeah. Um. So Xander returns to his car and discovers the cake ingredients uh, left in the back of his car. He determines that Jack and his gang weren't planning on baking a cake; they were going to build a bomb. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. So he decides to run and find Buffy and Angel at the mansion, uh, and they're right in the middle of a incredibly melodramatic scene where yeah. Angel wants to help and protect Buffy from the apocalypse, and Buffy doesn't want Angel to get killed again. Mm. And Xander Xander interrupts them, and like there's like so when Buffy and Angel are having this like very Angel uh, dramatic conversation, there's all this, like, this dramatic music in the background, and then. Uh, Xander comes in and interrupts them, and like the music drops. It's it's amazing. I love this it's episode. <laughs> um, this then there's and... another scene later that's just like even better. I, oh, I love it. Um, let's see. So Xander realizes that his problems aren't as big as the ones they're dealing with. He decides to leave and, and like not involve like, them. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> uh, as soon as. Uh, he does, they get back to the scene and the dramatic <laughs> music starts back up again. <laughs> it's just like, I, I really hope that was in the script. Mm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Dramatic music ends. Uh, let's see. Xander decides to try to figure out where Jack and his gang are building the bomb. He tracks them, da- he tracks them down and grabs one of them with the car still in motion. So he's like holding onto the guy while still driving. Yep. Um, and he threatens to kill the guy that he grabbed. Uh, if he doesn't tell them where they're building the bomb, he finds out they're targeting the high school. And But then 
he's like asking him like, like okay how do I turn off the bomb or mm. whatever and then accidentally takes out the guy's head with a mailbox yeah. and it just falls off and he's like damn it <laughs> Um, I think he, I feel like he says something about, like, I talked for too long. I realize that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. He's able to find out the bomb is in the boiler room of the high school, but not had to disarm it. So at the high school, we see the apocalypse has truly arrived. <laughs> uh, there's a three-headed demon coming out of the floor in the library, and yep. Buffy, Giles, Willow, Angel, and Faith are all, like, looking at it terrified. Mm. Uh, Xander runs by the door and is chased by the uh, the three remaining dead guys. There's yeah, there's tentacles. It's a whole thing happening in there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The gang splits up to track down Xander. Uh, he takes out one by dropping a vending machine on him. Yep, Xander confronts was, uh, the second Michael one. Chudlitz. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Uh, Xander confronts the second one and starts quipping, but the zombie runs away before he's done. <laughs> Uh, demons that were attacking Faith earlier show up and take out the second zombie guy. Mm. So they're helpful, ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Xander finally makes it to the boiler room with less than two minutes left on the bomb. He is confronted by Jack O'Toole, and they fight. Uh, Xander traps O'Toole in the room with him and ends up using his intellect to win the day, basically mm. calling Jack's bluff out that he's not afraid to die. Jack says that he's already died, so he um, he's not afraid to die again. Yeah. Xander points out that being blown up isn't out drinking with your buddies dead. Yeah. It's little pieces being swept up by a janitor dead. That's uh, a good point. Jack, yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, this is a bomb. You're going to get blown up. There's yeah. no bringing you back from right. this. Um, Jack decides with two seconds left on the clock to pull the plug and disarm the bomb. Xander walks away, quipping, uh, I don't think I want to be seeing you around campus anymore, Jack. <laughs> and then he leaves. Jack says he's not going anywhere and threatens, uh, first time you turn your back, then he opens the door to the basement, releasing Oz, who's a werewolf. <laughs> Oz kills him. Yeah, and eats him. <laughs> and eats him. <laughs> so, Yeah. Oh man, I, I love it when like the bad guys will be doing like a monologue thing, and they mm. think that they're like you know just quipping away or whatever, and then it's like comedic timing. Um, let's see. The next day, the rest of the Scoobies are discussing their evening of fighting mm. and the massive demon demon and saving the world again. Mm. Uh, they all look bruised and beaten. Giles's hand is wrapped up. Buffy's arm is in a sling. They mention that Angel got knocked out, but he'll be okay. Mm. Buffy says that. Something Giles did was the bravest thing she's ever seen. <laughs> we have no idea what yeah. it is. Um, Xander walks up and Willow tells him that he's so lucky he wasn't at the school last night. Xander offers to get everyone a snack and Oz says that he's oddly full. <laughs> oh, man. He, he doesn't remember what happens when he's a werewolf, yep. so he doesn't know that he ate Jack. Um, he, he probably would have felt bad if he did know. Not yeah. knowing that Jack had already died and that right. Jack had just tried to blow up the school. Mm. Um, let's see. While walking away, Xander runs into Cordelia, who throws insults at him as usual, but he's now he now has more confidence and just walks away and doesn't respond. So, good. Girth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
through this episode, Xander finds his thing. He doesn't need a car. He knows that he saved the school and he doesn't feel the need to boast about it or get credit for it. Mm -hmm. He knows he's strong and has the power to make a difference without uh, the rest of the Scoobies. He's, uh, his ability to speak to Jack's heart, to reason with him and use the reason, that reason to convince Jack to do the right thing really cements his place in the group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, I like this episode. What's that? I like this episode. Yes, I do too. Uh, what'd you give it for a watch or pass and then a rating? Uh, I gave it a watch. Mm. It's a fun Xander-centric episode, and we don't get those very often. Right. So it's it's just it's just fun. Um, but I gave it a rating of eight stakes. Yeah, I gave this a nine. I love this episode. This is <laughs> one of my top favorite episodes of the whole show. It's so fun and just really well done. Like the scene, like you said, with Buffy and Angel are having their dramatic moment and Xander interrupts it. It's, it's great. It's like, <laughs> no spoilers or anything about, have you seen, uh, end game? Yes. It's like a Buffy version of end game. Yeah. You know, it's so meta and so wonderful. And I just love this episode and everyone should watch it. And yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anything you'd like to add before we get out of here for this episode? Um, no, I'm really looking forward to the next episode. We're mm -hmm. covering uh, Bad Girls and Consequences, which is kind of a fun yeah. kind of two-parter. Two very good episodes, so, two uh, important yes. episodes. We're getting away from, like, the gingerbread mm -hmm. and helpless episodes, and even yeah. immense. No more fillers. This is, no. from now on, it's just straight plot down to the very, yeah. very end. And it's, it's the last, like, quarter of the season it's it's so much fun mm. it, it's really like the last half of the season yeah but yeah it's it's so much fun it's very plot driven very character driven mm. i love it so i can't wait to to dive in on that uh, absolutely so jill where can they find you online uh so you can find me on twitter i don't use it very often but uh i'm at jillian underscore swan give me a reason to start using twitter yes. i don't know um so yeah, and then uh, I'm also occasionally over on Twitch uh, at the Grassbach UK channel. I'm usually either playing or just hanging out in the comments. So go on over and say hi and check out what games they're playing over there. Absolutely. So you can find me on Twitter at the Fake Bmar. That's B M A R R. The channel is on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Get Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Get Everything. Byte and TikTok, Wicked Get Everything. Facebook, Wicked Get Everything. And yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Remember to subscribe so that we can drown out that other Wicked Good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our enemies. <laughs> you want to get that URL before they do. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey and we at least show our subscribers and have our comments enabled no shade there you go. but they don't a <laughs> little bit of shade, little bit of shade. <laughs> well i wanted to comment with our wicked good podcast channel like great great name <laughs> but i oh, couldn't you can't? no <laughs> so all right well guys help this channel mm. get 200 subscribers yeah. so that we can get the the url before mm. they do exactly all right guys we'll see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening
The Sunnydale Review is a Wicked Good Everything production. Fan art of Buffy was created by Fishbone Art. The logo was created by Tamar Kutab. The original intro and outro song was created by Alex Carl.